iCloud. Okay. Uh, let's see. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour as I'm admitting more people into the call tonight. It's the seven o'clock hour uh, here in Eastern Standard Time. And um, I'm going to keep admitting people as they come on. So if I keep looking away, like, who are those people over there? Let me just turn off the. Okay. So I can see. Welcome. We have people from all around the country. Uh, don't know if I've got anybody from around the uh, out of the country yet. But uh, I'm glad we're all together together for us to really have a, a robust experience tonight <laughs> because uh, there's a lot of wonderful things happening in the world and there's a lot of things that are uh, challenging, I think, for a lot of people. So I'm glad. Hey, Mercedes. Um, hey, hey Burge. Virginia. Good to be here. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you're here. So... Um, I feel like tonight is really all about how to communicate. Well, it is about how to communicate with family in the holidays, you know, with all of the things that are going on. And I think this is a special one because of what's happening in the world right now, communication and how to really be with each other and be authentic. And maybe we're not even able to be with each other. You know, maybe we're having just to be on the phone or zoom or something. And so I felt like it would be really important for us to kind of go through again. Some of you may already know. Oh, hallelujah, Wolf says. Okay, huh? I don't know what you're hallelujah, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> so just speak up anytime. <laughs> Let me get all these other people in. Okay. I said I was going to have somebody help me this time, and I didn't do that. Let me get rid of the chat so I can see all the other people. Okay. So um, those of you who are joining us, Marla, I see you're coming in from Florida and Arlene, uh, Virginia, and uh, some other phone calls that I don't recognize, but I'm glad you're all here. So uh, we are recording this. If you did register, you'll get the recording. So as always, it's very experiential. Those of you who know me and have done Essence of Being or any of our workshops or been in, playing with me for these years, you know that. Those of you, if this is your first time, you're in for a treat. And welcome. And even if it's not your first time, you're still in for a treat. Okay. So I think I covered everybody on that. Um, so I, I, I feel like, does anybody want to share anything at all about um, anything at all to get us present? Just, I, I feel like there might be a lot of scattered energy in the world right now. So I just want to kind of gather us in and get us present so that we can listen to each other and to just be here. So does anybody have anything they want to say to begin before I share? This is John Ann in Portland, Hi, Oregon. Hi, John Ann. Hi there. So um, Portland has been one of the states that, though the numbers are going up, has not been hit the way um, in terms of illnesses and deaths the way that other places have. Um, but I just wanted to say that I think part of what Corona, COVID-19 is doing is really encouraging and forcing people to go deeper to find this, the spark of immortal, eternal divinity in us um, to not only strengthen our immune systems, but our clarity. So there is a blessing behind it all, as weird as it is. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. And I'll have to agree with you on that. And my intention and hope for all of us is that we um, turn whatever lemons that have uh, developed in our life and uh, others that we know, we turn it into lemonade, which is hanging on to all the things that are really important in our life. What's really important? So I agree going deep. And part of importance is who's, who's important in your life right now, the family, friends, connections. Some of you might be feeling alone. Some of you might be feeling great. You know, there are some wonderful things happening. We, uh, there's a lot of loss and a lot of grief happening as well. And I feel like um, if you are on this call, then maybe you've been drawn to it for a reason of wanting a, a connection or again, you know me, I'm going to give you some tools and also some experience for you tonight. Uh, just so that you can take whatever you are feeling and express yourself in an authentic way and communicate in an authentic way without uh, feeling like you're attacking people or that you're being attacked and just basically holding your space and holding your integrity of who you are, standing in your power and asking, you know, what is important for me to say, what kind of communications can I really have that are gonna be impactful and truth-telling with compassion, okay? Because uh, that's important to have that compassion piece. So thank you, uh, John Ann, for that. And everybody just, if you don't mind, um, I just, let's take a breath. Does everybody take a deep breath? Ah, okay. Just let the day go. Whatever happened today, just let it go. Go out through your feet. Take another deep breath. <sighs> Get centered and know that we are here to support each other and to connect. All is well. All is well. Okay. And if you have any background noise, you want to definitely mute yourself. Um, I'll keep it on. And if I hear a lot of background noise, I'll go ahead and just mute everybody. But I definitely, as you know, want to have some interaction. So uh, you can unmute yourself when it's time to share some things. Okay. All right. So subconsciously, our dynamics kind of come out a lot when it comes around family. In other words, we can allow our family of origin around, especially around these see this season. And again, your feelings are your feelings and you have the right to feel whatever you feel. Uh, but the communication could be challenged at times, especially if you're not with each other and you're only getting, you know, the tone because you're on the phone or the words because you're emailing or the body language is really important. That's why I feel like zoom and all these things that we're doing now is it's important because you're getting the full communication. But I know the touch part for me has been tough. I'm a hugger and it's been challenging at times. So we're just having to learn a new normal for right now. And um, we'll get through this. So our old behaviors come out with our family of origin. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Um, so be mindful and be present of, are you reacting? Are you in a reactive state? 
because uh, we all become two-year-olds again sometimes when we get around family or we come back to our, we go back to the way we, we were raised or the way we were treated before. And maybe we get into very defensive communication or we don't feel we're good enough or these old triggers can come up, right? That maybe we're afraid to tell the truth because we don't want to hurt people's feelings or we're codependent or we might have fear. Fear of retribution, maybe, or violence that we've had from the past. And that, that's a very real thing. So these things can come up from the past and it triggers us. Maybe we've been taught, do what I say, not what I do. Maybe our feelings of shame come up because we feel ashamed. We should have done this. We would have done this. We could have done this. So, and maybe you go into self-judgment. So hopefully I'm hitting on something that you can resonate with that perhaps you were raised with or you have around you with your own children or your parents or your sister's brothers or your friends. But usually it's family of origin that can trigger you the most um, because that's what they do. That's what they're, <laughs> that's why they're here. So they're here to be our mirrors. Okay. The other things that come up are judgment because a lot of us may have been judged. Maybe we have self-judgment. Maybe we judge other people. We judge each other. We should be in a different place by now. And my family dynamic, just to share with you, was when I was younger, people made fun of me. And so when they made fun of me, uh-oh, we have some background noise if you can mute yourself. When people made fun of me in the family, I uh, felt like I was loved. That was, that was the terms of endearment. Oh, you fatty or, oh, you, you know, whatever they would say to me, they were trying to make fun of me. And I laughed it off because I thought, oh, that means they love me. So I made a very conscious choice or subconscious and now conscious as I've gotten older, I realized I made the choice of, hey, if you love me, you're going to make fun of me. So I guess what? What I did is, as I got older, I started becoming self-deprecating and, and making fun of myself so that I could love and be loved and just make fun of myself, okay? So that's what I ended up doing as uh, an adult. And realizing that that family dynamic was not very uh, healthy. And so now I don't have to feel like there's something wrong with me or make fun of me in order for me to feel loved. I made that conscious choice because, you know, I've been working on this for 40 years. So I've been doing this kind of work for 45 years now. My God. Okay. Anywho. So whatever it is that you were raised with or what triggers you might have during holidays, especially if you feel sad or alone or you get triggered by they're not listening to me again, or I don't want to, I don't, I just want to go and hide. Everybody has their own little thing they do, right? And uh, we're going to give you some really great tools on how to shift that so that you can have fun. Okay, I've got somebody with background noise. Please mute yourself. Please mute yourself. Please mute yourself. Okay, all right, let me mute everybody. Okay, I've muted everybody. So uh, I think you all can unmute yourself, uh, right? Okay, good. 
So if you're on the phone, you just have to hit star six, I believe, to unmute yourself. But also you can um, unmute yourself on your cell phone as well. But I had to mute everybody because I had some background noise there. Sorry about that. Okay, so the difference, I want us to realize tonight, we're going to play with this. We're going to understand the difference between responding and reacting. Okay, if you're not present, people can push your buttons and they can hurt us the most. The closest to us hurt us the most. So there's an attachment that we have around our family of origin. Okay, we have these imprints when we're younger and all we all want is to be loved. I mean, we all want that. We all want to know that we're loved and that we're safe and that we're innocent and that we're good enough and that we make a difference, okay? We all want the same things, but a lot of times we really get caught up in reactions. So I encourage all of us this holiday season for the rest of the year, uh, just be an observer. Just observe. Observe without invalidating yourself. Observe without invalidating yourself. Don't allow anybody's um, energy or things that they say to you come into your emotional space. And I'm going to give you some tools on how to do that. But don't let it come to you and affect you in your emotional self. Okay? Because they're projecting, and we're going to go into projection in a minute. Okay? And you're projecting probably as well. So... Understand the difference between fear, the fear thought system, and the love thought system. So the, the fear thought system, you're going to have people that are throwing guilt at you. Or maybe you're the guilt thrower. You know those people, right? That's okay. You don't have to come visit me. It's all right. I'll be by myself in the dark. It's all right. Don't worry about me. You know, they, that's what they do. They throw the guilt. And what do we do? We catch it. So, and then we feel ashamed. We're a shame catcher. Or maybe we're throwing the guilt and other people are catching the shame. And here's the, here's the, here's the uh, key. If you stop catching the guilt, if you stop catching it and feeling shame, then they're going to stop throwing it because it is not fun to play catch with one person. Okay, so if for some reason you're in a predicament or you're in a conversation during the holidays or anytime and people are throwing guilt at you, don't catch it. Just observe. Go, that's interesting. They're throwing guilt at me. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to respond to that. I'm not going to react to that. Okay, and just notice if you're the one doing that too, because you could be throwing it as well, trying to make yourself feel better. Okay. So just be mindful of that and ask yourself, would I rather be right or happy? That's always my favorite thing to ask. Am I just, so <laughs> am I going to win anything by being right here or do I just want to be happy? Okay. So again, projections. So oftentimes we project our fear and our pain onto other people. And they do the same with us because we don't want to look at it ourselves. So if we're feeling any kind of pain or fear or upset, we don't want to look at that necessarily. So what do we do? 
we unconsciously or subconsciously or maybe even sometimes consciously project that onto other people. And we spread it out and we say, you can't, here, I'm going to project it onto you because I don't want to see it myself. I don't want to see that part of me that I don't like. So the mirrors that we form in our family of origin, the mirrors that come up, and maybe it's still there, even if they've passed, maybe they've passed through the veil, they're not even with us anymore physically, but that feeling is still there. That behavior and that belief and that thought is still there. So that's how we communicate. Have you ever met anybody that reminds you of your dad, your mom, sister, brother, kid? Okay. Uh, and we, for some reason, react to them in a certain way. That's because we have not perhaps looked at and healed and moved through some of these old behaviors. Okay. And especially around the holidays. So everything, when there's a lot of love present, everything unlike love comes up for the purpose of healing it. And that's a choice to heal it or not. I'm going to say that again. When there's a lot of love present, everything unlike love comes up for the purpose of healing it. It pushes it up so that you can look at it and go, you know what? I need to heal this. Or you, you can choose not to. But guess what? It keeps coming up, doesn't it? It keeps coming up because love pushes it up. That's why the people closest to us trigger us the most it pushes that up so we can heal whatever that is in us now let me just say my belief is none of us really need to be healed there's nothing wrong with us we don't need to be fixed okay however we just have to remember who we are and what our real authentic self who we are and why we're here okay we don't need to be fixed because there's nothing wrong with us so just like um, the imprinting of a little bird, you know, the imprint of the bird with their mommy, they know which ones are mommy. So we have imprints with our family of origin. So we can choose to heal it or react to it. It's up to us, but we're going to keep repeating it. So again, we keep reverting back to the way things were um, because we haven't healed it yet in our communication styles. And it shows up in our everyday life, not just through our family of origin, because people remind us, oh, that's how I was treated when I was, and you're treating me the same way. Our, our husbands, our wives, our friends, you're treating me the same way. So what I want you to do, just for giggles, is write down, um, if you can, if you're driving, don't write anything, but just kind of jot down some people in your the first couple of people in your mind that you can think of that in your past have triggered you or you've triggered them. Perhaps you projected onto them or vice versa, where it's reactionary at times. Just pick a person and I would pick somebody in your family, your intimate family or Someone that just perhaps you've been triggered by or that you trigger. 
one or two people, just first things that first people that come up. Okay. And so again, even if they passed on, or even if you're not able to see them this year or anything like that, just write their names down. And like I said, especially right now, it, it can bring up a lot of sadness and grief and alone and disconnection. So how do we have authentic communication without judgment? Bueller, anyone, anyone? Okay, I'm adding more people as we go. And by the way, those of you who just came on, uh, you'll get this recording because um, you missed the whole thing. No, I'm kidding. See, was that, was I throwing guilt? I just threw guilt. Did you see what I did? Okay, good, very good. So we're learning as we go. So there will be um, the recording for you to hear everything else that was said before. So one way that you can have authentic communication without judgment is to see these people, look at what, who you wrote down and just see them as innocent. See them as innocent little beings. See them when they were little, even if you don't know what they looked like, just imagine the innocence within them. And of course, that'll help match the innocence that you have within you. That's of course where it starts. Okay, which again, I'm gonna give you some tools on how to develop that more and more. Some of you know some of those, but you can say these words out loud to yourself. I choose to see your innocence. I choose to see your innocence and my own. I choose to see your innocence and my own. Now, you want to write this down. You want to ask these questions. When you have communication with someone that you feel there's a trigger going on or someone close to you, you ask, will this serve to say it? Will it serve to say it, yes or no? Who will it serve if I say it? How will it serve if I say it? And what is the highest good for all concerned? So I'll give you an example. So you ask, will this serve to say it? Yes, you hurt me, so it serves to say it, okay? Well, who's it gonna serve? Me, how? It's gonna make me right when I feel wrong. Or it could be, cause I'm telling you my truth and I have a voice. So you ask yourself those questions and I always say, is this the highest good for all concerned for me to say this right now? Okay. And those of you who I have muted everybody, but you can unmute yourself at any time. Okay. If you want to share anything or, okay. And you hit star six, or you can just unmute yourself on the, on the um, screen. Okay. Sure. So the thing I want you to look at these people that you wrote down is you have a choice to respond without 
being attacked. You don't, you don't, you know, maybe you don't feel good about it, but you always have a choice. Respond or react. And the first way to do that, you know, I'm big on taking responsibility, right? And what I mean by that is you are not responsible for others, people's feelings. And they are not responsible for your feelings. However, you are responsible for your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. Absolutely. And that is freedom. That means you can change anything because you're responsible for your own thoughts, your own beliefs, and your own actions. So if you start blaming other people or shaming yourself, or justifying or making excuses, you're going below the line is what I call it. So you want to go above the line and take responsibility because if you don't, then what you end up doing is repeating the same things over and over again and nothing changes because you're going to waste a lot of time in your communication. Now, this does not mean you're responsible for their actions. This does not mean you're responsible for their thoughts or their beliefs or their communication, or their feelings. Here's something you can say to yourself, and you can write this down. I am in a loving environment. I am in a loving environment. Even if it's only in my own heart. Even if it's only in my own heart because you might be around a lot of people and it doesn't feel loving in the environment so you could stop observe respond and say okay i take responsibility how i'm feeling i am in a loving environment even if it's only in my own heart because that is your authentic self you are deserving, you are loving, you are powerful, you are innocent, you are creative, you're perfect, just the way you are. And coming to that understanding and knowing that in your heart and in your body is the first step, especially the innocent part. The second thing you can do if you're in an environment where the communication is kind of wonky or if you know you're going to be talking to or being with people that may trigger you. Uh, one of the things I always say is just appreciate them. Find one thing. Find one thing that you appreciate about them. One thing. Maybe they made pecan pie. You know, maybe they visit you often or maybe you're able to see them or talk to them or maybe they care or maybe they gave you uh, a son <laughs> appreciate one thing and that raises your vibration that's called the law of appreciation and because you are vibrating appreciation, then you will attract appreciation, maybe from them, maybe not. But I promise you, 
if you're vibrating appreciation, then you will attract more appreciation back to you because of that other law, the law of attraction. And it might come to you in a lot of different ways. Okay. So appreciate them, raise your vibration. Does anybody want to share anything before I give you some tools and we're gonna, I'm gonna give an example and let you share some of that. Anybody want to say anything? You can unmute yourself or I can unmute everybody maybe. I was just gonna, I was gonna just say one thing when you mentioned about if we don't take the shame or we don't take the trigger that they'll get tired. Usually though, they'll escalate before they get tired. So we need to be prepared that people, when we don't react the way they expect us to, they may escalate first um, because it's a long pattern, especially with family members. So it might take a while. And if we can move through the, the escalation on the other side, yes, you're right, they get tired. <laughs> So with that uh, perfect segue, one of the tools, Arlene, you might know, of course, is um, you, first of all, you put up a mirror. So here's one of the tools. You wanna to put a mirror up around you. And what I say, I, I call it, I say mirror up. And I just imagine it takes a second. I just imagine a mirror around me, okay? And I'm inside the mirror and the mirror is facing out. And I'm inside the mirror. So it's uh, 360 degrees around me. I'm like in a little bubble of a mirror. And what happens is anything that comes at me will bounce off. And you always say anything that comes and bounces off my mirror, go to the divine light. Basically, go to the divine light. Go to the, go to the divine light. So it doesn't, again, come into your space to affect you. And they can yell at you all day long and escalate it all day long. But it doesn't have to affect you on an emotional level if you have your mirror up. The other thing is you take deep breaths and you walk away. Okay. You take deep breaths because that dissipates your energy and dissipates the anger or the upset that you might be feeling or going to feel. And it helps ground you just taking deep breaths. And you can always say, I choose to talk with you about this at another time. Yeah, and let me clarify, I wasn't talking necessarily about escalating in anger. I'm just saying if, they, if you don't respond to the first trick, first hook, then they give you a higher hook and a higher hook until you're the one that responds. So that's what I, I wasn't talking about necessarily people yelling, okay. screaming, it's just that if you don't if you don't respond to the first trigger, then they're going to give you another one, another one, because they're looking for the response. And it might take a while for them to stop putting it out there. I don't mean the screaming or anything. I just Okay. And the that. cool thing, of, that's great, Arlene. Thank yeah. you. The cool thing about that is if you are mindful enough and aware enough that it's happening, mm -hmm. be very direct. Mm -hmm. And that'll, call, that'll stop it right there. You just be very direct and say, you know, it seems to me. The truth, for, and of course, here's the other, one of the other tools. The truth for me is, and that's what you say before you say anything. The truth for me is, it feels like you're, you're trying to um, get me into 
what do you want to call it, Arlena battle, or you're getting, you're trying to trigger me, or maybe you're not trying to, but the truth for me is I'm feeling like this is happening. They're looking for a response. Yeah. The truth for me is you're looking for a response. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Now, what would they do when you say that? It's like, what? Well, actually, I'm talking about a relationship that I was fortunate enough to get to the other side with. My father, my father passed many years ago, but when I went to shift that pattern, it took a long time for him to give up on me, you know, getting hooked into the call and response, getting the reaction, getting mad. So even if I didn't, he would escalate because it was an old pattern. It took a long time before he realized I wasn't going to do that. And he felt safe. We both felt safe. And it was so that's what I meant. I didn't, you Got know. It. Got and it. if I would have called him out on it, he would have just gotten angry. It's just about <laughs> knowing, it's just knowing that he's going to keep fishing. And some people are going to do that because they're used to that response is how he felt noticed mm-hmm. and validated. So I just had to give him a different response. Yeah. Okay. It's an old pattern. Great example. Great example. And one of the things that I suggest any of us do, if we have something come up where we're feeling like, um, well, the innocence part, I think, is so important for us to understand with communication around our family um, is look in the mirror. So I love mirror work. OK, you look in the mirror and you say every morning, make it a ritual. You are innocent. Now, if that's hard for you, just kind of notice that that it's hard for you to even look in the mirror. Okay, and many of you have these, I've told you this before, you get a picture of your little self, get a picture of your little girl or your little boy when you're little, put it on your bathroom mirror. And when you're brushing your teeth, you look at that picture every morning and you say to that little girl or little boy, you are innocent. Because when you look at yourself when you're little, you can access that, yeah? So that little person is very innocent. And so you access it from that little person. Then you look in the mirror at yourself and say, you are innocent. And then take a deep breath. And then you change it to, I am innocent. And take a deep breath. So it's a three-part process. Little person, you, and then I. And it's very, you can do it. And I always suggest if you're really having issues, feeling guilty about anything, do that 10 times each one. 10 times to the kid, to yourself, and to the I, with the breath in between. So breathing is really important when you're communicating. Now, the other really cool, quick thing I want to share with you is Sedona method. So um, who wants to volunteer for, let's say, you put down somebody that you triggered, right? So look at who you wrote down about who triggers you or who you've triggered. And just kind of access that feeling that comes up when, when you're looking at them, when you're ta- thinking about them. Does anybody have a visceral kind of like, yeah, they really piss me off or yeah, they make fun of me or yeah, I get triggered. I just, I'm impatient. Anybody? Bueller? You have to unmute yourself. I would do it. Okay. All right, Diane, who you got? Um, So it's just, it's like a feeling of taking my power away. Oh, okay. So So they take your power away? 
So like I, I must have accepted that uh, guilt they threw my way. <laughs> so you feel like they're taking your power away? Is that what you're saying? I or... feel like um, they want me to stay small. Stay small. Okay, great. So what is your now feeling? Um, I get upset and angry. Okay. Could I allow it? Could you allow it? Um, I don't want to, but I could. Could you allow it? Could I? Of yeah. course. <laughs> okay. Could you let it go? Sure. Would you let it go? Yes. When? Uh, when I realize it's not me. So what is your now feeling? Take a deep breath. So what is your now feeling? Just wanting to be present and feel calm. Okay. Could you allow it? Yes. Could you let it go? the calm. <laughs> Are you completely calm? Working on it. <laughs> Could you let the part that's not completely calm go? Yes. Would you let it go? Yes. When? I'll do it now. Okay. The humor is good. <laughs> yes. Yes. So take mm -hmm. another deep breath. So what is your now feeling about that person? You know, we all, we all have our things to work through. So um, they need to look in the mirror just like I need to look in okay. the mirror. So <laughs> what is your feeling? Um, That's not a feeling. Yeah. That's a judgment. They need to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, what do you feel? You feel it's possible? Yeah. It's possible. You feel possibilities? Possibility. Okay. Yeah. So that's the Sedona method. In other words, what it does is it, it vibrationally moves you through very quickly, perhaps, kind of walks you through in a moment-to-moment -moment kind of a feeling so that you can get to a place where you feel, like you said, possi possibility, calm, okay? And the word you say is, what is my now feeling? Could I allow it? Could I let it go? Would I let it go? And then when? And you know you've completed it for that moment when you say when is now and you're done. Does that mean that it'll never come up again? Maybe not. Wow. <laughs> maybe not there might be some other you know that's that's why you come to essence of being no that's why you know you're able to really there are things you can do to move through things in a cellular way so when it does come up again it, it has no effect on you whatsoever and then it ceases to come up because you have moved through that in a very cellular visceral way on an emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual level. Yeah. But this is a really quickie kind of a down and dirty when you're in the, in the meat of it.
How does that feel, Diane? Feels good. Thank you for that. Okay. You're welcome. And there's more for you. So saying the truth for me is, is really a really cool tool to use because they cannot argue that. When you say to people, hey, the truth for me is I, whatever, they, they may disagree with you, but they can't argue that that's not your truth. Um, tell your truth with compassion. That's definitely a tool. If you're gonna tell you, if you're gonna have some truth telling, tell it with compassion for yourself and for others. Because you may know people who tell their truth, but they're not very compassionate. Right? Okay. Actively listen. Which means you are being present and you observe your own feelings, your thoughts, your behaviors, and you listen to their thoughts and behaviors and you just listen to what they're saying. Maybe um, you're being very present. Okay. So in our communication classes, of course, uh, there's a lot, there's about 12 different, 15 blocks to listening. But if you'd be mindful that you actively listen and be present to what they're saying, then you will be able, because everybody wants to feel heard. Yes. Yeah. And so you're demonstrating as well, when you're doing these things, you're demonstrating to these people how to do this, whether they get it or not. Okay. And don't bring up the past. Uh, if, if they're saying something, just be present with whatever they're saying. Don't say, well, here we go again. They're saying the same thing over and over again. Just be very, when I say present, it means right at that moment. You don't have to bring up the past about it. Now, there'll be other times you can do that, but not if there is some kind of upset because it just exacerbates it, yeah? Okay. So watch your body language. Watch your tone and watch your words. And they need to be congruent. So 7% is of communication is words. 38% is tone. And 55% is body language. And therefore... You want to make sure they're all congruent so you don't want to cross your arms and say, I love you. That's not congruent. And the body language is the most important part. It doesn't lie as much as our tone and our words. So in this day and age of text and email, all they get is their words. You only get 7%. So just be mindful that you're, that you're able to communicate fully with all of that. And it, you know what? It may be the last time you see them or talk to them. Life is precious. And I think a lot of us are getting that more and more right now just because of the, what's going on in the world, perhaps. But life is precious. And so if you see them as innocent people, as innocent little girls and boys. It might be the last time you see them. So what, what are the last words you want to say to them? Everybody take a breath. 
Yeah. So oftentimes, again, just to remind everybody, when we feel like we might be in danger of not feeling safe around communication or whatever, we go into that freeze, flight, or fight mode. And so we'll either freeze and not say anything, or we run and not say anything, or we want to fight. And when you're in that, it's reactionary. It's in that reptilian brain, that lower brain. So when I'm talking about responding with your friends and your family is you're in a, in, in your mammalian brain, it's in that feeling brain. And then you can access all of these tools. That's your prefrontal cortex. That's you're working it. Okay. And it helps you to observe. So that you're not affected. Okay. All right. Um, if you demonstrate how to be innocent to them, you demonstrate their, your own innocence, even if they don't want it or understand it or know it or don't deserve it or it doesn't make sense, even then, you know what? Like I said, they want something just like we do. We want to know that we're important and that we matter, that we're loved, and so do they. And have a purpose. Maybe your purpose is to demonstrate to your family what a compassionate human being is and how to communicate. Take that opportunity to tell them how you really feel. That's a gift. Don't be afraid. Is anybody, I'm, I'm trying to get everybody, how do I get you unmuted? Anybody want to share anything that they came up with or ask a question or help each other? Really? I, I have a lot of essence of being graduates and you guys yak all the time. All right, I have a thought. Okay. Oh, I've been a, a little oh, overwhelmed lately because uh, I've been taking care of my grandchildren. It started, there was this four of them. Um, I was very doing a lot of the things you're talking about. But as it progressed with the 13, 10, six and four year old, I get more and more agitated. And I found myself being more like a sergeant instead of a human being. <laughs> just to keep them in order. So I appreciate that. I know, just to try to keep them in, in functioning order in school and whatever else we needed to do. So um, I, I appreciate this in the sense that it's put me back to where I was when all this matter. And I need this now because it's been really tough. <clears throat> so I just wanna <clears throat> say that I look forward to seeing them again as a grandmother and not a mother, because the mother's home now, and and she's definitely pretty much kicked me out to, and taken over, which is a good thing. <laughs> I can't have truffles in a house. <laughs> so well, um, that's right, grandmothers. I always say, I wish we could be a grandmother before a parent. You know? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Grandmothers can always give them back. 
right? Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just want to thank you because um, this just reminded me, and as you said, the essence of being graduated <laughs> to get back to where I was. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm resting now and collecting all my energies to be that again. So thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay to let them know um, I'm frustrated. I know a mm. lot of parents are afraid or grandparents are afraid to show their kids any kind of emotion. Like I have, everything has to be perfect. Like, you know, I can't communicate anything I'm feeling. And I feel like we do our kids a disservice if we don't say, you know what, mommy or grandma or whatever is a little frustrated right now. And it's okay to be frustrated. And I apologize if I'm allowing that frustration to come out on you because that's not okay either. I mean, that teaches very, um, teaches boundaries. It teaches uh, authentic emotion and feelings and communication. So as long as, again, remember what I said about just saying, I choose, right? You always want to use the word I choose. Um, I choose to feel innocent. And what you can do when you're frustrated with people, see their innocence, especially kids. They're innocent. And then you can match your own innocence to theirs and go, you know what? I'm going to go to their level of innocence. They might be little devils right now, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a judgment. Yeah. They're just trying to deal with everything too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, again, it's not, you could be the, our job is to, as far as grandparents and, and parents in my world, is to be guides, but we are not responsible for their, um, ultimately, we are not, they are human beings and they're sovereign and they're going to grow into whatever they came here for. And all we can do is guide them as best we can, right? It's that whole thing about we're the bow and we have to let them fly. We can't hold on to them and we're not responsible for them for the rest of their life, for their feelings and their emotions, but we can guide them as best we can and not let it affect us. I think for you, Karen, you put that mirror up, huh? put that mirror up around you because whatever is coming at you, just let it bounce off of you. And go to the divine light. Don't let it come inside your space and affect you so that you feel bad. Does that help? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And you guys know I mean I'm, I'm here for you guys. I, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. And you can, there's a I'm I'm gifting you guys, by the way, if you go to the chat, if you can see the chat. It's essenceofbeing.com slash EOR intro. And it's an intro class to relationships, which is Essence of Relationships. It's seven chapters online that you can do anytime. Okay. And I put it in the chat, but you can go there. And if you put in the 97 off uh, code, you get it for a hundred bucks. And it's seven chapters of deep work that you can go through it has affirmations and assessments and beliefs 
has a meditation, self-love meditation, orbiting in love, go into that concept, the cycle of egocentrism and relationships gives you more tools and affirmations you can use. Okay. So it's really helpful to have this in your tool chest, but also it digs deep into your own belief systems around relationships. Okay. And of course the full thing you can get, of course, but this is my little intro uh, that you can get for basically a hundred bucks. You put a 97 off and you're good to go. So it's essenceofbeing.com slash E-O-R intro. And that's a gift you can give yourself and your whole family and your friends because uh, you're demonstrating to them how to be a more effective communicator and authentic relationships. Okay. And you get me. Hey, such a deal. <laughs> right? Right. And oh, like, there's a whole, there's a whole nine week course on it, but this is just the intro to that thing you can get. And it's just something you can play with. And it's got videos and audios and play sheets and all kinds of cool stuff in it. Okay. So it's essenceofbeing.com slash EOR intro. And you put 97 off in all caps and it gives you, you get the whole thing for a hundred bucks. Okay. And believe me, it's worth it. Uh, the other thing that I just want to announce to all of you is that because of uh, COVID right now, uh, again, this year has been kind of interesting. We've been doing a lot of online uh, virtual workshops um, that we have online that you can do on your own, but I'm doing live virtual workshops too. And the next one, just so you guys know, is January 30th, and it's going to be our abundance one, abundance, five hours uh, virtually, Okay. And so we'll be live like this, a lot of interaction, a lot of experiential stuff we'll be doing, but it's January 30th, and that is for our abundance class for five hours. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, that's going to be um, uh, in our schedule of events. Uh, it's not there right now, but it will be, so I just wanted to give you a heads up to keep that date, January 30th. It's a five-hour virtual workshop that we'll do uh, where you'll be able to do a lot of experiential stuff, okay? Around abundance. I figure we start out with our stimulus package, right, of abundance. So uh, we're going to stimulate it and, and keep it going. And then, of course, all next year, we're going to be doing our live events again, I feel certain. We'll have Essence of Being again. My fingers are crossed for March or April. And um, you'll, you can see all of our events in essenceofbeing.com and go to the schedule of events and see that. So the holidays are here. And I think I gave you a bunch of tools that you can ask. Remember, ask, will this serve to say it? Who will it serve? How will it serve? Pray for the highest good for all concerned. Um, Say, I am in a loving environment, even if it's only in my own heart. <laughs> and the other thing was, I choose, I got to find it again. Anybody have it written down? Well, I choose to feel innocent or I believe I'm innocent. Uh, cannot seem to find the other thing I wanted to share with you, but it'll come back. Okay. Oh, I choose to see your innocence in my own. That's it. Yeah. Do your mirrors, do your Sedona method, breathe, 
do that mirror thing with the little girl, little boy on the mirror. Uh, the truth for me is actively listen, tell your truth with compassion. Would you rather be right or happy? I'm kind of rambling it all out. Be present. Watch your communication. Make sure it's congruent with your tone, your words, and your body language. And demonstrate your own innocence. Next month in January, January 20th, our next power hour will be conscious intentions for the year. I always do. I always start off in January with our intentions and to make them conscious. And be part of our Conscious Leadership Academy. You can always go and look at that, essenceofbeing.com slash CLA, which stands for Conscious Leadership Academy. And those of you who want to give something, uh, we have built our school in Liberia. We have the Conscious Leadership Academy school built in Liberia. We have kids and women and 300 uh, children are going to be going into the school. Um, and you can sponsor a child for $100 for the year such a deal and you can go to essenceofbeing.com and you'll go to healing forest foundation you'll see that and you'll see all the kids uh some of them there we're putting up more as they come into the school and you can sponsor them for a hundred dollars a year it gives them books their uniforms um their backpacks and their school supplies and it shows what grade they're in and it shows their name their picture and also um what they want to be when they grow up and we're keeping all of them and the other women that are there in the sex and drug trade, we're keeping them out of that by teaching them all of this Conscious Leadership Academy stuff that we've been doing for the last year and a half and the, uh, actually the last two years. And just so you guys know, uh, the, the uh, Ministry of Education in Liberia says that it's the most unusual school they've ever had in their country. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to have a tax write-off, it's a 501c3. You can donate. You can donate one, one time, monthly, or sponsor a child, whatever you want to do. So if you go to, you can go to healingforestfoundation.org, healingforestfoundation.org and see. Or you can just go to essenceofbeing.com. There's a little thing called Healing Forest Foundation. You can see it there. And I would love to have you participate in that, and then you'll get that person, that little kid, if that's what you want to do, you'll sponsor them and they'll get your information. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing good works in the world. And remember, you are conscious leaders, empowering others to create a win-win world, no matter what you're doing in the world. And just know that you make a difference and that you matter and that you are important. And all is well. All is well. Take deep breaths. Let's get through this year <laughs> together and know that um, there is something to look forward to. Okay. Anybody want to say anything before we end? Can I read something that I wrote? Sure. Uh, may we all have wings to fly above our fears and anxiety. And at the beginning of each day, meditate and or pray. Love, peace, joy, strength, kindness, empathy, and support to all. Ah, oh, I love it. Thank you, Karen. God bless you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, honey. Thank you, Virg.
Thank you, Arlene. Have Thank a wonderful holiday, holiday. Verge. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank Happy you. Happy holidays, Verge. Thank you. So Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Hopefully, I'll see you all soon. Take care. Yeah. You too. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs>